Hey moms, Brie here. Question, have you ever found yourself at a loss for words when it comes to helping your athlete daughter? Specifically, before a game when she's feeling super nervous and you just want her to be confident or in that car ride home when she's being hard on herself and you just want her to also see the good things she did out there. Now, if you have, you're not alone. It's so hard to know what to say to get her out of her head and start believing in herself. That's why I'm excited to share about our four-day What to Say Challenge happening this month. This challenge is specifically designed for moms of girl athletes to help you know what to say to build her confidence without making things worse or causing her to shut down. Even if you're often met with things like, you have to say that, you're my mom. Over the four days, we'll be together for short trainings to give you strategies and scripts so you'll never be stuck wondering what to say again. The challenge is happening May 14th through 17th, and registration is open now for early bird pricing. So you get 60% off the challenge, and you can hop in for just $19. Head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge to register. That's also linked in the show notes. We kick off on Monday, May 13th with our pre-party, and I hope to see you there. She was really struggling with perfectionism and she would get stuck on the delivery of the coaches instead of what the coaches were saying, you know, and letting it get to her. And after, after ECP started, we talked about just flushing it when she would make a mistake, just flush it. And I'd watch her out there playing. She would miss like two shots in a row. And as she's running back, I mean, she immediately ran back to play defense. And I'd seen her do the hand motion of flushing it. That's her thing. Yeah. So every time she makes a mistake, I mean, it's. It's very subtle, you know, but I think it clicks in her mind, you know, flush it next play. There's so many athletes that after they make a mistake and they're tra- especially in basketball, when you're transitioning into the next play, you don't have time to pout about it. It's mm-hmm. got to be immediate. Right. And I, that is the biggest thing I noticed right mm-hmm. there is just her immediate ability to just switch it, mm-hmm. you know, and forget about it, move on to the next play. Hey there, we're Christina and Brianne, and one of our greatest passions is enabling female athletes to uncover their greatness, allowing them to break free from their limitations and achieve their biggest dreams. As expert coaches and confidence and mindset educators, we created the Elite Competitor to enable moms and coaches to build lifelong confidence, resilience, and elite performance. Think of this as your weekly dose of inspiration, where you'll feel enabled with proven strategies, real life stories, and transformative lessons. Welcome to the Elite Competitor Podcast. Hey moms, I am so excited about the guest that we have on the podcast today. So Nathan Wheeler is a girl dad through and through. He is the dad to four amazing girl athletes, couple of which I have been able to get to know through the Elite Competitor program. So I wanted to bring Nathan on the podcast to have you hear the perspective of a dad. And so obviously we talk to moms a lot about their role in their athlete daughter's confidence. And I get a lot of questions around, well, what about the dads? Don't they impact their daughter's confidence? And to that question, I say absolutely 100, 1000%. And so Nathan is going to go into his perspective as a dad of girl athletes, what he has been doing to cultivate confidence confidence in his daughters and the differences that he's noticed in his daughters as they have been working on their mental game. So we go into a lot of different topics and I just absolutely loved this conversation. I hope that you get a lot out of it as well. Enjoy and remember that your daughter's mental game is her biggest competitive advantage. All right, Nathan, thanks for coming on here. Welcome to the Elite Competitor Podcast. Well, thanks for having me. Awesome. So Nathan is the dad to four amazing girls and a couple of them have gone through the elite competitor program. So I'm really excited to have Nathan on because 
you know, normally we lean into the mom daughter relationship, but I hear from so many moms that are like, my, my husband needs to listen to this. And like my daughter's dad needs to hear all this information. So, Hey moms, we've got a dad on here. So Nathan, let's get into it. I know so many moms are going to be curious about this, but tell me how many daughters, what are their ages and what sports do they play? Okay. I have four daughters. The oldest is 16. She plays basketball. She runs track. She runs cross country. She does golf and tennis. My middle daughter is 14, same sports. Quinley is nine. She does a little bit of everything. She's she's especially interested in training donkeys. That's her thing right now. She's, we have some mini donkeys and she's trying to teach one how to sit. So, you know, oh, yeah. that's that's interesting. And yeah. my my youngest, probably the most athletically gifted, hates sports because she's constantly being dra- dragged to gyms. So <laughs> I'm hoping that'll change. But, you know, yeah. she, I mean, she's, she's seven years old. So, you yeah. know, she just whatever. Right. Yeah. That's so interesting though. I, I, it makes sense. And are you a coach? Did I, did I get that? Did I, hear, I coached for five years and, and I got out of that and there's an opportunity that opened up with my dad. He needed some help on the farm. So I bought mm-hmm. some land and started farming and just built from there. So now I'm a, a farmer and a rancher. Yeah. I mean, and a girl dad. And a girl dad. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. you know, proud label right there. Right. Yeah. We were just talking offline that some of the best athletes that I have in my gym are the ones that, you know, live on farms and acreage and they have to like actually go do physical work. And there's a lot right. of people there. Yes, so. ma'am. Yeah. So let's get into, you know, like I was saying, a Presley and Townley went through ECP recently. And so let's kind of, I want to hear your perspective before that whole, that whole experience for them. Tell me, what were you noticing in either of them or in both of them before you dove into like mental training and this whole journey that we've been on for a little bit? I've always been interested in the mental aspect and I've always thought great coaches were really great psychologists and they just understood how to coach each kid, you know, all that stuff. But with Presley, she would go to the gym and she would 300 makes like every day, three pointers, 300 makes. And she would do this, do this, do this and practice. She could shoot the lights out. And in games, she was just hesitant. She didn't just, she's a shooter, but she wasn't being a shooter during the game. After ECP, I noticed like a lot of that's perfectionism, just afraid to mess up, you mm-hmm. know? So I, I started doing a lot of research. Like I say, I've always been inquisitive about the mental side of sports. Yeah. So anyway, it, it turned me on to ECP and mm-hmm. I don't know if that answered your question. I went down a rabbit hole and I forgot what the question was. <laughs> yeah, no, you did. But I, yeah, I asked, you know, what, what were you noticing? So you, and Presley, you were noticing okay. like she was, she was nailing it in practice and doing really well. And then she would get out there in a game and like, it's a different player. So, you know, t- talk to me about like, as a parent, how was that kind of noticing that, that difference, and that change? Well, I mean, you could see that everything was mental because when, mm-hmm. when, even when she would make a mistake, I mean, it would stick with her through the next play instead of going on to the next play, it just stuck with her. And I was just noticing all these, all these things like that, you know, I mean, she wasn't being a shooter. She was hesitant, hesitant to make mistakes. When she did make a mistake, it would just really get at her and gnaw at her the entire game. She just wasn't turning loose pretty right. much. She was thinking too much is what I thought was going on. 
mm-hmm. instead of just playing the game. Right. Yeah. We heard that a lot from, from parents and from athletes themselves. They're like, I don't know how to, you know, I just, I feel like I let everyone down. I, I have to be perfect, but you know, and so as a parent, it sounds like, you know, you did some research and you always, you kind of were keyed into this idea that like, Hey, part of sports is mental. So you kind of had that, that inkling. Was there anything that you were trying as a parent before you found ECP? Were you like, you know, trying to tell her visualization, things? visualization okay. was yeah. always really big. And ever since they were little, I would tell them, you know, if the better you are at pretending and visualizing and your mind doesn't know the difference, your mind, I mean, it doesn't know the difference between playing the game. And if you can really visualize, you know, it thinks it's the game, but I did not know exactly how to do that. I followed some people and on some other things and it helped me out on some things that I've done in the past. So we were really keyed into visualization, but that's really about the extent of it. That's really all I really knew. Yeah. So it sounds like yeah, you were like, I have this idea. This has worked for me. I understand that, you know, great coaches teach mental side visualization, super powerful, but it sounds like you were using kind of like Google university, you know, like following people kind of piecing things together. Yeah. Cool. So, so tell, tell me about what led you to the elite competitor program and your next steps there. So I just Googled sports psychology and I just started watching videos and I started reading literature about it. And, you know, I got to the videos and I would watch this one. I'm like, well, it's not really detailed enough. It doesn't have a plan. And then I got to your stuff and I was like, man, if I would have known this when I was playing college, I would have been so much better. Mm -hmm. You know, it would have helped me so much. And that's what I told the girls. I was like, you know, especially the older one, because she's kind of like, eh, you know, I don't know, she's 16, you know, she knows everything. Right. But I was like, if you, if you take this seriously, and you look into this, it's going to help you. Trust me, I was there. My sister played college sports. Mm-hmm. I have a brother in law that was a professional athlete. And talking to them and all this stuff, they're like, man, I wish I would have had this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, amazing. Yeah. And that was kind of my next question, because a lot of moms are, are, and dads are like, yeah, this would be so amazing for my daughter. And it's exactly what she needs, but I'm having a hard time convincing her, you know, or like getting, getting her on board with it. So tell me about that process a little bit more. She wants to be better. My kid, mm-hmm. she just wants to be better and she doesn't care what it is. She wants to do it. You know, that's just mm-hmm. her personality. Just give her something, you know, she, she doesn't have a lot of an ego. She just wants to do whatever it takes to get better. So you know, we just turned her on to that and mash play on ECP. And after the first one, actually after the, the thumb thing, you know, just mm-hmm. reaching back and then knowing the power of your mind just right there, they were like, okay, I'm hooked. Let's go through it all. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So yeah. What Nathan's talking about in module one, we, we teach just like the simple power of your mind with like a little thumb activity where they you know, do something physically, visualize, do it again and see how their body responds. And it's pretty powerful. So simple, but also like, oh my gosh, like your mind does control so much of what your body does. So yeah. And so girls went through, especially Presley, like, you know, was really committed to it because she was playing at, you know, the highest level and talk about some of the changes that you started noticing as she went through. Immediately. So we started this in February. She was really struggling with perfectionism. And she would get stuck on the delivery of the coaches instead of what the coaches were saying, you know, and letting it get to her. And after 
after ECP started, we talked about just flushing it when she would make a mistake, just flush it. And I'd watch her out there playing. She would miss like two shots in a row. And as she's running back, I mean, she immediately ran back to play defense. And I've seen her do the hand motion of flushing it. That's her thing. Yeah. So every time she makes a mistake, I mean, it's, it's very subtle, you know, but I think it clicks in her mind, you know, flush it next play. There's so many athletes that after they make a mistake and they're tra- especially in basketball, when you're transitioning into the next play, you don't have time to pout about it. Mm-hmm. It's got to be immediate. Right. And I, that is the biggest thing I noticed right mm-hmm. there is just her immediate ability to just switch it, mm-hmm. you know, and forget about it, move on to the next play. Right. Yeah. That is huge. And I love that. That is her, her ritual that she came up with in the program. I love it. Flush it. And, you know, yeah. in those little moments too, like, you know, she's got to just get it, get over it and get on. And that really like changes the trajectory of where, where the game's going and what she's, what she's doing oh, yeah. she's little times. So yeah, that's really cool. I, the next question you probably, you maybe already answered, but what do you, from your perspective, has been the most impactful part of this journey? I mean, all of it, even her grades, her relationships, not only athletically, it's changed her whole really personality because mm-hmm. she's really focused in on the mental side of not just athletics, but everything, relationships, school, just all across the board. You know, it's, it's really been great. I don't know if that answers your question, but I've seen it everywhere. Yeah, no, it totally does because you know, your mindset and how you, how you respond to things absolutely impacts every part of your life. So yeah, that's really, really awesome to hear. Well, and tell me, you know, you mentioned a little bit, she's, she's getting some offers, right? So tell me about some of that success. I know that's kind of outcome based, but tell me about that. Okay. So that's her dream is mm-hmm. to play, to play at that level. Well, she just went to some camps and had a lot of success. And you know, at the end of the camp, the coach just brought her in the office and was like, I want to offer you an athletic scholarship. And that's happened twice. She will be, this is her going into her junior year. So Mm -hmm. it's still pretty early and we still have two more camps to go to. And the coaches have been contacting her and are really interested. So that's been a lot of fun for her. I mean, really uplifting to see. She told me before she was like, dad, I didn't, I wanted to do that, but I didn't know if it would ever really happen, Mm -hmm. which is kind of, you know, it's kind of disappointing because you want her to think it's going to happen, you know, mm-hmm. but she said there was a little seed of doubt that it was not going to happen. So after all this, you know, it started rolling in. She's like, Hey, you know, this is, this is fun. This is nice. I, I, I see my dreams, you know, beginning to come true. I mean, she still has two more seasons of high school, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's been really exciting for her anyways. Yeah. Yeah. That is so exciting. And, you know, and I'm, I'm assuming, you know, in the beginning of, of ECP, we talk about the athletes like goals and their dreams and that thing, that like moonshot thing. And I would imagine that hers is to play in college and that's what she probably wrote down and has been visualizing and and seeing. So to kind of see that come together is really cool. Really awesome. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about Presley and and your daughters and a little bit about your perspective, but we have a lot of moms that listen in and they're like, I just wish my husband would, would get on board with this. Right. So I guess I don't know what my question is there, but, but what would you say? Like if, if a mom is like, okay, I'm going to have my husband listen to this because it's a dad on the podcast. What would be your message there to the dad? You know, it's just a team thing, just like anything else in raising your kids. You and your wife need to be on the same team. I think daughters, or or at least from my situation, not to say they don't respect 
the opinion of the mom, but if you have the mom and the dad on the same page, they take it way more serious. I hope that didn't sound bad, but that's, Mm -hmm. I think, I think that both the parents need to be on the same page pretty much. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And so was that, you know, how did you, Annie Lane, like present this? You, you mentioned a little bit before that was like, okay, well, she wants to get better. So she's already kind of invested in her long-term growth. But when you were, you two kind of like, all right, here, here's the opportunity. This is what we're going to do. How did you two get on the same page with it? Well, you know, I just told, I just told my wife, my, my personal experience. And I just went over with her, you know, like when I was playing, you know, this came up. If I would have known about this, I could have, you know, done better at that, you know, and and we just talked about that, that kind of thing. And, you know, ECP, you know, my wife has watched the videos as well. And Mm -hmm. it's even helped her out, you know, just just mentally too, you know, just, uh, it's just really helped her out too. Yeah. As far as the dads getting on board, our kids are our most prized possession. Mm-hmm. So take time to, you know, nourish what that child needs. Mm-hmm. This is what I would say to dads. Right. Yeah. That's, uh, you hit it right on the head. And, you know, I, I want to ask, you know, what, your relationship with Presley, you know, and I mean, your other daughters too, but you know, Presley has been kind of the one that to kind of lead the charge in this area. It sounds like, you know, have you noticed anything different between you and her relationship as, as she's going through the program and as you're supporting her through it? Presley and I have always had a great relationship. It's gotten a lot better, like in the gym, because I'm cognizant of the mental aspect. Mm-hmm. I'm cognizant of, you know, I used to be like, you need to make so many shots and mm-hmm. your percentage has got to be getting better. You know, you need to work on this, that, or the other when it's, I really honed in on just, okay, when I'm helping her rebounding for her or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm just focused on the mental aspect and making sure that she's doing those ECP principles as she's working out and just being way more positive, a lot less negative. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily that I was being extremely negative, but I was just, it was, it wasn't really based on the process. It was based on the outcome. So yeah, yeah that helped you, tremendously. I'm glad you said that because we, you know, we do have a whole side of, of ECP for moms and, and, you know, honestly it's, it's for parents, <laughs> it's for moms and dads, but we kind of lean in a little bit to the mom daughter relationship because there's a lot of parallels between confidence and daughters and confidence and moms, sure. but a big piece of it is like, you know, I know as parents, we're just trying to help and we're just, we're just trying to do the best we can to make our kids successful. But in the process of that, sometimes we do, we kind of make it harder for them. And like you said, you know, focusing on the outcome and, and where you're placing your feedback, you know, that that's been a change for a lot of parents who have daughters going through the program as well. So yeah. Did you notice anything different, you know, with, with Elaine, your wife, like, as you know, in her approach to, to Presley or any of your other daughters, anything, anything different there? Like we used to do this and now we do that. Okay. So even before ECP, like I would talk sports to the girls, but Elaine would never talk sports to the girls. And I thought, I still think that that was a good balance Mm -hmm. because she could go to her mom and just talk about, you know, 
her mom never said anything about the sport. Mm-hmm. She was just supportive and just, I don't know, it, it wasn't necessarily a good cop, bad cop, but yeah. she wasn't getting it from both of us. Mm-hmm. She was just getting it from one of us input. Right. So, yeah. And I think that that's, you know, in every, every parent dynamic is different, but, you know, I think that that place of like staying, staying in, we talk about like, stay in your role, stay in your role as a parent. And, you know, when we venture over into the coach role and start to give like pointers and and all of these things, especially if they're unsolicited can be really hard for the athlete, like, you know, can be, Oh yeah. so yeah. Have you had any experience there knowing that you have a coaching background? How has that been for you? I do have a coaching background, but that is not like, I'm not her coach. That's, Mm -hmm. she has a different coach. On the basics, I try to help Presley with the basics, just like shooting form and stuff like that. And I stick to that. But I'm trying to become an elite mind coach. Mm-hmm. I think I can help her that way more than anything because mm-hmm. now I have the tools since I went through ECP and it's it's specifically laid out. And mm-hmm. I can speak the same jargon that she gets from ECP and we can stay on the same page. But I just stick to helping her with the basics. Cause I feel comfortable with that. I mean, shooting is shooting. I can help her with that ball handling is ball handling. I can help her with that. And she wants, she comes to me for that help. We don't go to the gym all the time together. She, I think it's important for them to go to the gym by themselves and just figure things out, yeah. but I stay out of the coaching role. My coaching role in my opinion is the mental aspect. Mm-hmm. Make sure she, she's getting what she needs mentally and emotionally from me. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. So I, I hope, you know, I hope, I hope there's dads that are listening to this episode because what you're saying is just, it's so important. I mean, and moms too, like we, as parents, like I said, we, we just want to help, but the best thing we can do is to stay in our role and be that mental, emotional support. And you, you noticed, or I hope people notice that, you know, what Nathan said was, yeah, I can help her with the basics, but she comes to me for that, you know? And so she's, she's seeking your feedback. And, you know, I think that's huge because giving like unsolicited advice, like we all know kind of how that goes, especially as, as our teenagers get older too. So, Oh yeah. I mean, if you start giving them unsolicited advice, it just goes in one ear and out the other. And they're all listening anyways, because they're teenagers. I mean, I give Presley life advice and a lot of the times, you know, (laughs) she's a teenager, it goes in one ear and out the other, but we do have a close relationship, Mm -hmm. but yeah, just like you were saying, leave the coaching to the coach. Just try to be there for them. And if you just focus on the process and not the outcome and your what a dad can do is make sure she's getting everything she needs mentally and emotionally, the outcomes will take care of themselves. The shots will start falling. She won't miss a split second from a mistake. I mean, Mm -hmm. just focus on that. And in sports, the mental and emotional part in sports is 90% of the game. If you got a kid that's solid mentally, they're going to be good. What's crazy is, Brian, is we send these kids to all of these like sports specialists, you know, and we just, when I was a kid, I, we never did any of that, you know, but they've got trainers, personal trainers and everything else. And we think it's okay. Well, she just needs to get in the gym and shoot more, or she needs to lift weights more, or she needs to go to this specialist over here and learn how to do a you know, a hezzy step back or whatever, you know, it's not all of that. It's, it's the mental side of it. Yeah, absolutely. 
Again, yeah, you're you're speaking the truth, Nathan. Yeah, I I mean, wholeheartedly agree, obviously, because of of the work that I've really invested in. But yeah, I see that all the time too, because it's like it doesn't matter if you have all those things if you can't execute and you you know you can't you can't utilize all those skills when it matters. You don't believe in yourself and your confidence. You know, like then what's the point? Like it's all it's all waste. So yeah, and you know, so three out of your four girls are in athletics, whether that's you know basketball. I mean, they play, I feel like all sports plus donkey training for you. What is, what's the ultimate goal there? Like what's, what's your ultimate desire for your girls as they're in athletics? I think athletics teaches kids more than anything that they'll learn academically in school to prepare them for the rest of their life. Cause they're going to experience hardship. They're going to, they're going to do things the right way and still not get what they want. You know, mm-hmm. I want them to, to have all those experiences in athletics And that transfers directly into life. I mean, in life, you work hard, you do things the right way, and sometimes you just don't get it, Mm -hmm. you know? And I want them to learn how to deal with that and overcome that and just focus on the process, you know? Presley and I talk about, you know, so shooting, you know, sometimes you might go to the gym and you might shoot 64%. Sometimes you might shoot 75%. The next time it may be 70%. Don't get hung up and going backwards. Just make sure that trend line is constantly going upwards. Mm -hmm. And in life, the same way, I mean, she has a really good relationship with Jesus. So Mm -hmm. she's always focusing on that trend line of getting closer and closer to him, you know, Mm and every once in a while you'll mess up, you know, we just Mm -hmm. all humans just mess up, but she always wants to be getting closer and closer to him. Same thing in athletics. She wants to constantly don't get hung up on the setbacks, but constantly and constantly get that trend lines going up and that transfers into life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in the, it is like athletics are, it's like the stage for life right there. And, you know, the skills that your daughters are learning through you and through Elaine and through your family, and then also being, you know, supported through ECP. It's, it's like kind of like an echo, you know, of, of focusing on the process and you get to control how you respond. Like all of those things are skills that they are learning from a variety of ways, you know, it sounds like, so, you know, your girls are, are lucky. They're very, very supported. It sounds like. <laughs> That, I don't, I think they would argue with how lucky they are sometimes, but. Yeah. <laughs> and they get to plow and they get to work on farm. Yeah. They get to train donkeys. So yes. Yeah. That's a first. I always ask like, okay, what's, you know, when we, when we do trainings we're like, okay, what sports do your daughters play? What are, you know, the, the ones maybe we haven't heard of. And it's like, okay, archery or, you know, some other like kind of sports that we don't hear as much like figure skating, donkey training. I have not heard yet. So <laughs> I think, I think you all, yeah, you win the prize for that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Nathan, this has been really great. I love hearing kind of the, you know, the other side of it. Like I got to work with Presley and see her go through the program. I got to talk to Elaine. And so, you know, getting to hear your perspective has been really awesome. So thank you for being cool. on. Thank you. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to add or any other, any other message that you have for, for the moms and the dads out there? Just, you know, Mental training is huge. ECP really helped Presley and it, it, it gave her a stair-stepped approach, you know, but you talk about the height number, you talk about visualization. They still use all that even before, like whatever Presley's struggling with, even before she goes and plays in a tournament or whatever, she'll mash play on that module and review it right before she plays. So I think it's been really helpful. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So good to hear. 
Awesome. Well, thanks again, Nathan and moms and dads. If you're listening, remember your daughter's mental game is her biggest competitive advantage. I hope you enjoyed that episode, moms. Quick reminder that registration is open for our What to Say Challenge happening May 14th through 17th. Head over to register so you can join us to learn proven strategies and game-changing scripts you'll keep in your back pocket for those pre- and post-game pep talks. The challenge is just $19 during our earlier pricing happening right now. So head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge. That's also linked in the show notes, and I will see you there.